Hi guys, I hope you're having an amazing, beautiful, positive day. I am sending you so much love and so much peaceful, balanced energy. If you guys hear a little bell in the background, that is my kitties running around. I apologize if it's bothersome. Um, I actually might kick them out of my room. Give me a second. Baby, I have to kick you out. I have friends that I have to talk to and they're important. Not that you're not important, but they're very important. Okay, bye. I love you. She might um, scratch at my door because she does that. But I had a very important message that needs to get out today. And I think that there's a lot of people that are going to be listening to this. Actually can feel in the energy of this message, how important this message is, because it's going to bring a lot of healing to, to some of you. And I'm going to talk about alcoholism. I'm going to talk about alcoholism in the family. I'm going to talk about alcoholism within ourselves and kind of how society has created this normal normalization of drinking. And reality is, is alcohol is poison. And, you know, it's so interesting. I, I am Chinese, so uh, I don't know if any of you guys have heard of the Asian flush or the Asian glow or red face or whatever. Um, if you go to Chinatown and you sit at a table and you watch an Asian person get a beer and have a sip of that beer their face, chances are, are going to turn bright red because Asian people, and not just Asian, there's a lot of other cultures too. Uh, sorry, a lot of other ethnic ethnicities um, of people that have this kind of like allergic reaction to alcohol. And they really can't handle their alcohol very well. This is something that I see in indigenous people as well. And what happens is when I have a drink my whole body reacts to it in a really negative way. Um, I get like splotchy like hives on my chest and my face turns bright red. And um, especially in particular when I drink um, dark alcohol or wine or beer. I really don't drink beer for that reason or anything with sugar in it. So I stay away from that. I have to because my body just reacts so negatively that it's uncomfortable for me to drink. And I want to go back to alcoholism in the family because I know a lot of you have family members like myself that are alcoholics and they have spent their life um, kind of numbing themselves numbing their pain through alcohol and it's such an easy thing for us to do right it's so readily available to everybody um, to just grab a drink and, you know, it's it's kind of one of those things where society has made it so normal to just have a drink when you're feeling stressed or when you get off work or, you know, when you're out with friends, you just have a drink or on Sunday, Saturdays, you have a mimosa. Like, 
everything is inclusive of everything is inclusive of alcohol. And when you grow up with these deep-rooted wounds from alcoholism, there's always going to be this kind of negative energy surrounding alcohol. And either it is that you kind of continue that, you know, the chain of alcoholism and you, you know, repeat the patterns of family members or it's that you see it and there's such a resistance surrounding it that you don't want to be a part of it. But because society has made it such a normal thing, most of your friends and, you know, people that you hang out with or coworkers or any anything any social gathering or social event is gonna involve some type of alcohol. So it's almost like we can't escape it because it's so normalized. And what people don't understand is there there are some deep traumas due to alcoholism. It's like, how do we heal in the space that's adding to the trauma, right? It's like reliving a wound, reopening a wound. Anytime you're around alcohol or experiencing alcohol or drinking yourself, we're not healing from the wounds, right? And, you know, this is a generational thing. My white side of the family experienced a lot of alcoholism. My mother, same thing. It's her, her way of escaping. And I want to help some of you heal from this because I know that there's family members that you love very dearly that... Um, they drink a lot and it's almost like you have lost the person that they used to be and now there's this new version of them that has emerged and you're trying to heal and accept this new version of them a lot of you are having a really hard time accepting this new version of them I think what we have to do is we have to mourn the old version right the one that we're attached to that we so badly want them to still be And we have to forgive this new version of them. And it's really hard to do that when they continuously are causing pain. Um, You know, we can set those boundaries for ourselves and we can express how much their drinking hurts us. Um, But ultimately, people are going to make decisions for themselves. You are not responsible for that person's decisions that they're making for themselves. And I think that what people don't understand is forgiving these people, loving them and accepting them as they are in the very now moment and really honoring that and and just kind of releasing that resistance and the anger and the aggression and the resentment that that is really put upon these people because I was holding this towards my mother for a long time just this like I was just mad at her I was just always mad at her why do you have to drink you know like it's one of those big like why can't you just get it the fuck together excuse my language 
And when we have a shift in perspective, when we can really understand, like, people really drink to escape. They're drinking to numb pain. They're drinking to escape the reality. We can begin to forgive them. Because a pain is the battle that they're experiencing within themselves is something far greater than what we can even wrap our head around. Because they don't feel worthy. They don't feel worthy of healthiness. They don't feel worthy of happiness. They don't feel worthy and deserving of anything. And so a lot of the times when we're just angry and resentful towards them, we're just reassuring them of the shit that they really feel for themselves. And now that goes... That goes with your own healing, right? There's also a boundary that we must set. There is a loving, self-loving boundary that we must set with these people because to be around it causes pain for you as well. So there has to be this knowing of what you also deserve and knowing of, you know, it's hurting me to see you hurt yourself. And I think that that's the underlining wound that we have to have a recognition of is really it is hurting me to see you hurting yourself that was the recognition i had to have in myself for really the resentment and the anger that i was holding towards my mother that it was really just a a wound and a pain that i was carrying because i hated seeing her sabotage herself And then comes in this acceptance because people can only help themselves if they want to help themselves. And no matter how much you try to help them, like that's a decision for them to make for themselves. You see, people have to get so tired of their own shit until they want to change. And unfortunately, alcoholism, it is an addiction. And some people don't know how to pull themselves out of it. Some people go to rehab or... Um, therapy and all these things and they just can't get it together and some people do get it together and it's such a hard battle for the individual that a lot of the times people don't even begin that journey they just go their whole life using alcohol as an escape and and it becomes such a normal part of their life that's the other thing that you have to understand it becomes such a normal part of their life that it doesn't have to be normal for you. And so everything here is just a choice that we make for ourselves. Some people continue that pattern and they don't have anything to live for and they don't have anything that motivates them and inspires them in their life. And because of this, they drown themselves in alcohol. They're not actively searching for themselves, right? The other part of this podcast I want to talk about is about ourselves and how easy it is for us to get involved in drinking because it's such a social thing. That even me saying that I don't drink, people are always peer pressuring me into having at least one drink. Like, it's to just be like, no, I don't I don't feel like drinking and everybody just needs to have you be on board with one drink because they're having drinks. You know, it's like 
it's like such a wild thing to hear that like no I don't drink or I don't feel like drinking it's like you be you become the unfun one right like I I'm sure that there are people in my life that would label me the unfun one because I don't want to drink when in reality I'm like the most fun person ever like come on (laughs) just kidding but it's the truth it's because people want to sabotage themselves while you're sabotaging yourself with them and I went years of my life escaping my reality We can see ourselves in our alcoholic loved ones, right? Because there's more than likely been times in your life where you've used something to escape your reality. A lot of us, it's alcohol because it is such a social thing and it's so, you know, so much a part of how we connect with people and go out and experience social activities. Like it's such a normalized thing. And... What I realized is that I, myself, to some degree, have been an alcoholic. I remember when I would go out and I felt the need to drink. And this wasn't even too long ago. And this is why I'm speaking of this now. Like for those of you listening that feel like you need a drink when you go out because you're uncomfortable in your skin. You are uncomfortable in your skin. Let me say that again. You are uncomfortable in your skin. I remember I would have this like social anxiety. Like I would feel like, oh, just one drink so I can get in the mood. And really it was one drink so that I could be on everybody else's level with them, right? I didn't feel comfortable in my skin. I didn't love myself. I didn't feel source energy radiating from within me enough that I could be sober and be fine. I felt the need to drink so that I could talk to people, so that I could, you know, be a part of something like what everybody else was a part of. Like we're all getting drunk together. We're all sabotaging together. And that's really what it is because we're drinking poison. So we're sabotaging together. And I just remember how empty I felt all the time. I would wake up feeling hungover and oh you know it's so so funny to be hungover and everybody talks about it because it's a funny thing but in reality is it that funny when you wake up feeling completely like trash you want to eat like trash you then want to sabotage yourself more because you feel like trash you're off of alignment you don't feel high vibration You can't accomplish all that you want to in your day because you don't feel 100%. Is it really fun at the end of the day? Is it really that fun? And it isn't even too long ago that I felt that I needed to drink to be around people in social settings. And so I completely can sympathize with those of you that are still at this part of your journey there will come a day where the healing work that you're doing now is going to pay off to a point where you are so in alignment with who you are that anything that comes in an interference of that alignment it just doesn't resonate with you anymore and for me 
a big one is alcohol because it throws me out of alignment. It brings me down. It brings my vibration down. I've healed so much to a point where I can have fun. I'm smiling from within. I don't need to be anybody else for others. And a big part of the drinking, the social drinking thing is that we feel like uncomfortable in our skin and we feel like we have to have a drink to be confident. We have to find that confidence on our own without these substances. And it's so, so sets you apart from everybody else because like I said, most of humanity is in this cycle of escape. They're in this cycle of escaping themselves. And so when you heal yourself and you love yourself, you can sympathize with those people that are just trying to escape. You can sympathize with your family members that are alcoholics and all of the pain that they've ever caused you in your life. It neutralizes and it heals itself because you then realize that that person has just been trying to escape them, their, who they are, escape their life, escape their skin, escape reality. And that in doing that, they hurt you. You see, people that take substances and, and drink and are alcoholics, they are not intentionally trying to hurt you. I have to correct myself because I said that people that drink don't intentionally try and hurt you. But the reality is, is there are some people in this world that drink and they have a lot of anger and they intentionally hurt people. Um, and the drinking is just, it fuels that fire and that aggression in these people. And so there is a lot of deep healing that comes with that. And all of our journeys are different. The healing for each of us is different. Some people have deeper wounds than others. And just know that your power lays within your hands when you take the power back from the pain that these people have caused you. And again, I speak about having a shift in perspective, having, you know, to change the dynamic is to really see from the outside perspective that some people were brought here and will never know love. And because of that, they cause pain into other people's lives. And that I'm not trying to take the side of the, the alcoholic, but I know my mother doesn't intentionally try and hurt me. I can feel her pain now when she drinks. I can feel it. I can feel the loneliness. I can feel the sadness, that the unhealed trauma. I can feel the unworthiness. I can feel how lost she is. And in feeling those things and having a full shift in my perspective towards the situation, I've been able to heal myself. And I've mourned the mother that raised me 
so amazing. She raised me so good. She was the best and is the best mom and does the best that she can. And I can love her unconditionally in every moment um, in her life. You know, and I think that some of you listening to me, you have yet to be, be able to forgive these people because they neglected you in a time in your life where you really needed them the most. And those childhood traumas and wounds that you hold with you, those are deeper rooted wounds than, you know, me as an adult experiencing my mom as an alcoholic. I mean, I she was an alcoholic like in my teens, in my teenage years, but some of you have family members that have been hurting you since you were an infant. And these are deep-rooted traumas that you have to work through. People ask me how I heal, and I really try and explain how important it is to shift perspective, to pull yourself above and see from a bird's-eye view see the human experience that you're living but see it in somebody else too see it in that person who's caused you pain and then realize that that person only caused you pain because of the pain that they're experiencing within themselves we gotta understand that this matrix is set up for us to fail it's set up for us to be lost it is set up for us to never find God and never find source and never be in alignment with who we are. All these distractions, all these things, all these substances have been strategically placed here by lower entity beings to keep us off of the path of who we are. And the only threat to that is you finding yourself, your true happiness, freeing yourself from these chains that we keep ourselves in, in this 3D matrix, this 3D consciousness. And to really truly love ourselves and choose, because everything is a choice here, choose better for ourselves. Choose to put our energy and focus into becoming the best version of ourselves. Choose to go to the gym, to work out, to go for walks, to connect to nature. Choose to be kind and happy and healthy towards other people. Choose to connect and smile at the strangers that we walk by on the street. Everything here is a choice. And unfortunately, some people choose to escape. They don't even have the, the awareness that they have a choice. They are being controlled by these lower frequency, lower, lower 3D, and even lower. Alcohol is even lower than 3D. These things are controlling them. Alcohol is controlling them. Drugs are controlling them. And so the pain that they are causing you is not all from them, but from these lower entity beings that have, you know, in, in just taken over their physical, causing them to do things that healthy and happy people don't do. And so the more we can, you know, sympathize, the more we heal, the more we forgive the more in our power we become because these pains and things that have happened to you in your life from these people no longer have power over you. The alcoholic mother, the alcoholic father, the, the drug addicted 
family members, they no longer have power over you because you can see them for who they truly are. A hurt human causing pain to others because of their own projection of pain that they feel within themselves. And this is how we heal ourselves. This is how we free ourselves. And then everything just that comes from before that, that trauma that that was there, anything that is encompassing that trauma just doesn't resonate anymore. And then we no longer need to drink to escape. We no longer feel the need to drink. I love you guys so much. If any of you would like to book personal sessions with me, you guys know you can send me a message, um, an email, booking at feelswithmish.com. I have a TikTok page, uh, feelswithmish, and my Instagram page, feelswithmish. Thank you so much, guys, for being here. If you'd like to send an energy donation to me in the form of money, you can do that. My cash app is money sign feels with Mish, and also my paypal is feels with Mish. thank you so much guys for being here i hope that this podcast helps some of you you are so worthy and deserving of healing and becoming the best version of yourself i love you have a great day